Hey, Harmony, what do you have there? Well, it looks like a Frisbee. I've never seen anything like it, and it doesn't look like a Frisbee. It's round, flat, has grooves, a hole in the middle, and it has a sticker that says Elvis Double Trouble on it, and a bunch of songs listed. Who's Elvis? The only way to really prove that it's a Frisbee is to throw it. Mom's going to be really mad. Not only is her precious vase shattered, but the Elvis is totally destroyed. Harmony, I think I know what that Elvis thing was. I remember Dad talking about vinyl and records. Flat objects that when placed on machines that spun around with a needle, it actually played music. Isn't that weird? Also, that some of these objects are worth a lot of money. Do you think that Elvis thing was worth a lot of money? Let me Google this. Here we go. Let's call Vinyl Record Dude. He looks like some sort of flat object superhero. It says that he specializes in these things called records. He buys and sells them and has hundreds of thousands in stock and is always on the hunt for the ultimate collection. He's our guy. Go to www.vinylrecorddude.com. What was that again? www.vinylrecorddude.com. Thanks, Vinyl Record Dude. We may not be in double trouble after all. Thanks, Vinyl Record Dude. Hi, this is Jaden Scoville, host of Today's Healthy Kids. And this is our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 18-year-old Esmit and 15-year-old Domingo Sanchez-Gonzalez, both Hispanic. They went missing from their hometown of Lewisburg, North Carolina, August 8, 2008. Esmit is 5 foot tall, weighing 140 pounds, black hair and brown eyes. Domingo is 4 foot 4 inches tall and weighing 130 pounds. This appears to be a family abduction and may be in the company of their father and may have traveled to Mexico. Domingo has a scar on his left knee. If you know of Esme or Domingo's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Esme and Domingo, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. You will see Esme's picture progressed to 18 years and Domingo's picture age progressed to 14 years. Thank you. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids. Real Talk Radio. Do you sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to the Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids channel. Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the rest of the Paper Hope Street Team are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. You are listening to Erica, Yvonne, and Tamara. Hello. Uh, Paper Hope Street Team, if you don't know. You should buy now. I thought you were like flashing me. She was wearing a skirt. She's like lifting up her sweater. I was like, okay. So this is gonna be interesting today. (laughs) We are talking about Halloween. (laughs) Exactly. Oh yeah, Halloween do's and don'ts. It's about that time of season where um, people go trick or treating and dress up or dress down or don't dress or wear no clothes, whatever. You know. Here in Arizona, I mean, it's kind of warm, too. Not even. I think we think it's cold. I can't imagine what how people would dress the way some people dress here. Oh, in Ohio, it's, it's like cold. snowing. How? I don't, like, I know it snows, but how yeah. do you? <laughs> how does it snow? I don't know. I don't know. We live in Arizona. It doesn't snow. <coughs> Excuse but my But that's cough. something we'll address later on in the show. For now, we're going to kind of talk about um, just Halloween in general, what we do and do not like. I know 
Uh, if Lindsay were in here, she would tell you guys that she loves decorating. Uh huh. She home. really does. Like she's been on me like a wet blanket for the last I don't know month to decorate for Halloween. Where's our Halloween box? Are you pulling it out? Are we going to decorate? I'm like, well, we'll get to it. And so finally, this weekend and Halloween's like what four days away or something yeah. like that. I'm a little late to the punch, but she loves decorating. She loves dressing up. She loves trick or treating. She loves carving pumpkins. I never got a- decorate like even like I always wanted to decorate my house for Christmas like always like as a thing I always want to do and I never I've never done it like we've got the Christmas tree and stuff but I've never like decorated with the lights outside and like the blow up snowman I've always wanted to do that yeah. you didn't for Halloween either my mom a few times said the old house would get like she had like a little picket of like a person's head on a body and it's <laughs> or a head on a stick or something it's just like little things from like Walgreens that she like got really quick but that was pretty much it, and that yeah. was kind of sad. Aw. Yeah. My family, um, actually, when I just came back, like, last weekend to visit my mom um, from my apartment in Tempe, uh, she made me decorate when I was there because mm. I, I used to be way into decorating, and now I, I look at it the same way she does, which is it's just work. It that is, I'm sadly, take right? Down in a couple so of sad. days. So she's been putting it off, and she's like, I was waiting for you to do it. And I was like, No, you're not. You're just. You're just making me do it. So I went and visited, <laughs> and I decorated the house for Halloween, and hopefully everyone likes it. I'm sure they do. I worked hard. <laughs> and I can speak to, like, Rio's growing up. You know, Rio had an entirely different childhood than Lindsay does, and we didn't decorate a lot of times because, like, you're saying what your mom is saying, that it becomes work. Yeah. So that's tough. Yeah, especially for her. Like, my mom is a single mom and, like, with two kids, mm-hmm. and she was super busy. So, like, just finding the time to decorate for us was, like, a big investment. It is. It's money and it's time. So, yeah. however you celebrate, whether you decorate or you don't, the season's coming. It's yeah. upon us. So. It is almost here. And everyone's got their Halloween decorations out by now or probably by tonight at some point. And in fact, in Arizona, I want to point out that it's still like 80 degrees or more. And our neighbors have their jack-o'-lanterns out. And one of them has completely disintegrated. (laughs) It's more like pumpkin mush. (laughs) You have the people that go... Pumpkin smashing? (laughs) Yeah, pumpkin smashing. They just pick up... And I was talking to someone. I was talking to them about... Well, he does it every year after, like, and he's 20 something years old now. He yeah. still does it. He's like, I think it's helping people because I take their pumpkins away from them. What are they going to do? Just let them rot? I take them and I go smash them in the wash. So I'm making like fertilizer. It'll break <laughs> down and decompose. And I was like, You're dumb. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> You're you just want to throw a pumpkin. <laughs> like, That's so mean. You're dumb. I, I always <sighs> feel bad too when it, someone clearly went to a lot of work or like in our family, like that yeah. was probably my favorite thing was carving pumpkins. Yeah. Pumpkin seeds. It's been like, you know, an hour and a half carving mm-hmm. an intricate design into a pumpkin and then it's gone it's gone so That's fast so here don't steal my pumpkin i saw the cutest like oh my gosh me and my friend are gonna do this so bad it's you take like three pumpkins and you like stack them on top of each other like a snowman and then you carve them out and you carve like slashes in the bottom too so it looks like he's like cut himself or something and the one you make it like look evil and you put like stick arms in it and have it holding guts of another pumpkin that's smashed on the floor with the sign that says, come at me, bro. I want to do it so bad. That's going to be so cute. I've seen some really cute decorations, like um, glitter pumpkins. Oh. Instead of like, because when you have little, little kids. Um, yeah. The knife wielding you, is a little. Yeah. Or if you're just like me and you just, I, I have you do the pegs. multiple cuts on my hands right. at this moment from handling knives, which I shouldn't probably do. Um... <laughs> Yeah, you shouldn't do uh, when you shouldn't do that. <laughs> you, uh, you there's other ways. Yeah, you, like painting pumpkins. We yep. did that sometimes. That's fun when we didn't have a lot of time either because you could just like paint a face on it and mm-hmm. stick it outside. Or you could take cookie cutters and like hit the cookie cutter. And oh, it cuts that's it out. smart. That's a very smart idea. Yeah, Pinterest. Yeah, oh, love Pinterest. <laughs> Hours of my life digress. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I've seen. I saw some really cute ones where you like cover it in like Mod Podge or glue. Yeah. And just put glitter on it. And it actually looks really cute. That's I, cool. I think I want to do one for and my And put apartment. the candlelight outside it so that yeah. it glitters it up oh, like a disco oh, ball. That's smart. Ah, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> yeah. Those are, uh, do you have any other favorite parts of Halloween? Well, pumpkin oh. Pumpkin seeds. Yeah. I pumpkin love seeds. cooking the pumpkin seeds. I still trick or treat. I, I wish I did. I just don't trick or treat every year. No one, where I used benefit. to live, there was like no <laughs> one in that neighborhood, thing. so no one ever trick or treated. I, I used to live. So. A couple of times, I've asked like my friends' parents or like 
friends who have younger siblings, I'm like, do do you want me to take them trick or treating? Because I will. Because like you can come up and yeah, take Lindsay. I I will. Because <laughs> then she gets the candy too. She gets yeah, the access. Serious. I actually at ASU I made a couple of my friends go trick or treating with me last year in the neighborhood behind us with like all the frat houses and then like old couples that have been living there since mm. the dawn yeah. of time and they <laughs> still like and That's I went trick or treating in the neighborhood with a bunch of my friends after like they were all going to Halloween parties I'm like no not yet. We're, we're going trick-or-treating You can first. still get away with it. Like, you get, like, the tall kids that look, like, all manly with their beards and their facial, and they're like, trick-or-treat. <laughs> and they're like, get out of my house. Like, go away. I'm not giving you candy. I still like, give them candy. I think that's sweet. If yeah. you really are that hardcore that you're going to get dressed up, now they have to have a costume, man. But if, yeah. you're, that's if the rule. you're hard, yeah, seriously, you can't just come in a rock T-shirt and be like, I'm a roadie. You know, you've got, <laughs> to, you've got to put some kind of effort in. I'm totally down with that. Yeah. Totally. So yeah. what about your costumes, you guys? Because I really want to talk about that. I've always been, like, <laughs> super cheap on my costumes. The only costume I remember buying was my seventh or eighth grade year. I bought, like, a geisha costume. It was just really pretty. I liked it because it was blue. And how old were you? Uh, 12, 11. I was a year younger than my okay. grade, so that made it even worse. That was 12, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> 11 or 12, somewhere in that vicinity. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was an awkward costume. I didn't know what it meant, but until after I bought it, my mom told me, but I just thought it was cute because it was blue and it had a dragon on it. I didn't know what a geisha was until I was like, this is embarrassing. I didn't know until Memoirs of a Geisha came out. <laughs> I was like 17. I was like, what? Yeah. Are you serious? I had no I clue. I know. I didn't think they should make that a costume for kids, but whatever. It was cute. There's a lot of That's costumes. the only one I remember buying. Everything else I've just kind of like put together with clothes in my closet or bought stuff. Like I was a sailor my junior year and I went to Savers and I bought like an old um, schoolgirl's like blue skirt yeah. and then a big white the shirt and I like tied it. And it was really cute actually for ten dollars yeah. like, i love that make creative. it myself yeah. Yeah. that's actually but my favorite part of halloween is like making my own costume instead of being something that everyone else is probably yeah. gonna buy so yeah that's the best part actually i my best friend gala you all know her she, she every year every year she i make her costume and my costume like because i'm like her personal seamstress or something but we make her costumes every year and they're hilarious actually um not as hilarious as this year, which is kind of a secret for right now, but I'll tell you in a oh, second. Oh, you're not going to tell us. <laughs> oh. um, so one year, I made her a Betty Rubble dress from the Flintstones, and it looked better than the ones you would have bought in the store. And I've made myself, uh, I altered, I like took in the back of a mechanic shirt that I bought at Savers, <laughs> and I was mechanic, and I like smeared grease oh, on my face cute. and carried a wrench around. <laughs> Funny story about that, when I went trick-or-treating, because I'm that hardcore trick-or-treater <laughs> person, this was like two years ago, um, a bunch of guys who had like a workshop in the back of their house, uh. a, a couple actually different houses, they all gave me a bunch of like nuts and bolts and That's screws cute. and things that were... Like, it was, like, funny with my costume. Yeah, yeah. Cute. that's very good. Yeah. They thought you were cute. That's why they did it. Thanks. I don't know. I've <laughs> always had trouble with costumes. I've had, like, this year I was going to be Effie Trinket from from the, um. Uh, <laughs> Effie Trinket? What is it? Hunger Games. Oh, She's, duh. like, the one that dresses up all crazy. Yeah. But then I didn't feel like altering the costume because I don't have, like, sewing materials. So I just gave up and I'm going to be Sandy from Greece because... I was in Greece my freshman year. Because it's classic. Yeah, very classic. But for now, let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Cranking out opinions. Fresh opinions right here on Voice America Kids. If a rash develops while listening, do not discontinue use. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program on the Voice America Kids Network. I just got counted in in Spanish. <laughs> Next um, time I'll do it in French. Woo. Oh, I can do that one. Okay. <laughs> so we've been talking about Halloween, do's and don'ts. We're kind of on in the middle of them right now because we were talking about costumes. Um, and like past costumes, uh, actually, well, okay, so relevant note, my birthday was yesterday. and Happy um, birthday. Thanks. I'm old now, <laughs> again. Um, but when I was five days old, it's I, I was born five days Halloween, so when I was five days old, I went trick-or-treating um, as a pumpkin. Good, easy guess. Good first costume. <laughs> yeah, good first costume. Classic first costume. Um, and it's funny because I think for like three years after that, I was like some variation of a pumpkin, <laughs> like a bigger pumpkin every single year. It just grew with you. As, yeah, as I got into like That's a funny. bigger stroller. So you could walk? till I could walk and then I didn't want to be a pumpkin anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then for another couple of years, pretty much from the ages of seven till I was 13, so a long time. I every year I wanted to be a black cat. I don't know why. I had a black cat that I totally adored. Um, That's probably why. Yeah, I want to be. Just I remember. Like her. Yeah, exactly. I want to be Meow Meow. My cat's name was Meow Meow. <laughs> I named her when I was young. Please don't make fun of me. <laughs> um, but like one year I was a tiger, but it was the same outfit only with stripes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I wanted to change it up, but after that, like I never really got into. Um, I think I bought a, a Halloween costume from a store like Party City or Spirit Now. That's really big. I've only bought a costume from there like one time ever. Yeah. It, I really like, like I was saying before the break, I really love to make my own costumes. I've been like a wind-up doll, which was a very hard costume to make because you try and get a sparkly cardboard key to stick to your back. It's really hard. Um, I've been a mechanic. This year I'm going to be a loofah. Like for the shower. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> I'll put up pictures for you guys. Please to see. do. Crazy. Um, <laughs> if you wear a shower cap, that would be funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so I love making my own costumes. That's my favorite part of Halloween. And I, like Yvonne said, you don't want to be something that someone else is. Yeah. So that's always helped me to not have that problem throughout like any age I am, I suppose. Um, so, so go back to, like, fifth grade, both of you. I don't even remember that far back. I was, like, a, a kitty, like a black cat. You were, you were the kitty back then. I was then. still a black cat. It's, I feel like I was, like, a, a pirate my when I was in sixth grade in Ohio. Here's a question. Did you wear, like, a skirt with your no. pirate outfit? Yeah. I don't remember. No, I wasn't a pirate. I was a hippie. That's a good one. I was a hippie. Did you wear bell bottoms? Yeah. So what it about your cold. friends? Yeah, it's cold in Ohio. <laughs> it was cold, and you had to walk like a mile between houses. Man, I feel bad for those kids. So what about like other kids in that age bracket? I mean, what, what did you witness? I remember there were these two girls who shall not be named <laughs> that were in my class, and like I was friends with them and everything. Just they weren't like my best friends, so I wasn't like going trick or treating with them per se. But I remember we wore our costumes to school because it was still allowed back then. Yeah. Like at our schools now, they're not you're not allowed to wear your costumes because of this. But they were dressed, <laughs> fifth and sixth graders dressed in fishnet stockings oh. and skirts and like belly shirts. I'm a hooker what, where, for Halloween. Yeah, where, where they I, have no, I don't know what they were supposed to be. But the worst part is that they got to this, they loved this outfit so much and the attention they got from it mm-hmm. that they started wearing fishnets to school on a regular basis. Yeah. My mouth is hung open for those of you who can't see. (laughs) Oh, what? Yeah. I think it, like, they just loved the attention they got from it from, like, fifth and sixth grade boys and then, like, older boys, like, ooh, middle school boys that 
Like gave them attention for dressing that way. So we were talking about this in planning. What do you guys think that that attention gives that person who's seeking it? Do they do they recognize, hey, I'm going to look sexy today. I'm going to wear fishnets, this kind of skimpy outfit, <clears throat> and I'm going to look sexy. Is that what that attention I means? I don't think that's the word. Like I think like when I was little, I was like, oh, I want people to think I'm cute or pretty. And so the attention with the with that, it's the false intention. But like yep. the, what they think is being portrayed is that people think they're pretty when they're thinking they're more, probably more towards the word sexy, more eye candy than yeah. pretty. Right. In it, the case of those two girls I was talking about, their parents um, like would always like, use that word to describe them and that was at that that's age. obviously yeah that's obviously oh. a no no yeah. and that's why they they got into these habits and stuff but it really helped me see like whoa that's not i don't yeah. want people to look at me that way i'll stick with my like dalmatian outfit or something yeah where, like with a cute little painted on nose that's cute that's that's yeah. like my goal i don't want to be looked at like a fifth grader that's walking dress trashily. And I think yeah. pretty. I think of like teacups and dresses, not like fishnets and mini skirts and That's high heels. Yeah, more I, like sex kitten. Like yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we a little inside joke that. there. <laughs> yeah, and I, I want to put it out there for people that are listening that as we're approaching Halloween and you're getting all the pieces together for your costume and it's all very exciting to kind of put yourself in check for a minute and and put your costume on and look in the mirror and really look in the mirror and say to yourself what is it that I am projecting in this costume? Yeah. Because if you're not projecting what you want, what to. you want, be careful what you might get. Yeah. Because yeah, you don't know like who is out there, who's watching you, who oh, door you're going to go up to trick or treat and they're just going to snatch you. Like. Funny side note. Yeah. I've always been terrified of trick or treating ever since this one guy decided he was, he lived in the neighborhood. He started running around the streets with a chainsaw and oh my like God. a Jason mask. He took the chain off of it, but he started chasing oh, groups so of scary. kids. So now I've been like that just, Scar for you. those of you that don't know, I have like crazy paranoia, but <laughs> I convinced myself of the craziest things, but I convinced myself that some psychopath could actually, like, he could, he really could. Your pocket size, let's face it. I was like, (laughs) some crazy person's going to come around with a chainsaw. So I was like, nope, we're never going back in this neighborhood ever again. Wear tennis shoes. Yeah, yeah. seriously, I'm running, (laughs) (laughs) diving into the bushes. I wore roller skates one year. Oh, that's That's a good idea. I just want to put it out there. It was very smart. So... Um, make one of your accessories roller skates. <laughs> one year, at not, least. Not high heels. Have fun. Yeah, oh, God. <clears throat> yes. Oh, man, I did that one. That was a bad idea. My feet were, like, blistered, and I was going trick-or-treating for cans because I was in high school, and it was a fundraiser we did with our thespian troupe, and it was for, like, Thanksgiving or whatever, but my feet were so bloody. <laughs> like, I had blisters everywhere. I couldn't walk for, like, two weeks. Ugh. That's Flats. the other thing when you're you're – putting your costume on like is it functional for what activity you're about to participate <laughs> are you going in? to sit all night or are you going to walk from house all night to house to house to house <laughs> or something in between do you need to move in uh, general yeah cringe. yeah <laughs> well so if we can go back real quick on the note of you know functionality and like appropriateness like so around fifth and sixth grade i guess is when we start seeing these changes yeah and you can see it like if you go into these costume stores or supply stores for these types of things the dresses and like not even dresses but just the costumes in general and the way they're making these little kids dress is becoming like more sexual overtly sexual very objectifying there's like Tamara was saying in the pictures you know they're posing not like little girls pose no one hand on the hip with the you know the little twist yeah and it's I don't know having a seven-year-old and having raised you know nearly an adult young woman it's very affronting and I'm just very very this is a very passionate issue for me like you want to really make sure that you're portraying when you look in the mirror what it is that you want to be portraying like if your shirt your skirt's too short or your your outfit's too tight I mean these things need to be age appropriate yeah so, like, the hemlines are coming up higher, even in, like, little, like, youth costumes, mm-hmm. teenage costumes. I remember this probably happened a couple years ago um, before I got into high school. But when I was in middle school, I would say I noticed it definitely. Teenage costumes got to be more, like, 
you know, like a Playboy bunny. Yeah, like, that's yes. for a teenager. Yeah. I mean, that's just inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's over media. Like, it's all in the media that you see, like, all these, like, girls and, like, mean girls. They were all wearing their bunny ears yeah. and their tails and getting it on. Like, yeah, that's, I don't know. I know that um, if you want to be pretty and you want to get attention, probably dressing in a in a sexy costume is going to get you the wrong kind of attention. Not the attention yeah. you're looking be for. Be the creative one. Be the loofah. Like <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be something people will remember. A loofah. In, in, yeah. in a few a minutes, cat. I'll tell you my idea that I'll share with everyone if you're stuck now. I'll share it in a little bit. Okay. But for now, let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life, we'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Paper Hope Street Team. Today we're talking about Halloween and the do's and don'ts of this special time of the year, which we all love so much, For no matter candy. how you celebrate it. Yeah, we really do. It's the, it's the kickoff of all the season. The season. Yes. Like, oh, man. It's my yeah. favorite time of year. Yeah. September kind of was, too. But, like, this is, like... This is the food season. when it gets into full swing. Oh, the fair. The fair. Yeah, we don't have Rio here to talk about the fair. It oh, seemed like she did last that's year. That's all she yeah. talked about it for like three weeks. I know. We're almost wow. a year old, P.S., by the way. <laughs> so much happening. We'll be a year old in November. That's, that's pretty exciting. So before the break, we were talking about um, costumes, especially the ones you buy at the store, um, how to kind of avoid looking like everyone else. Mm-hmm. And when you do buy these, especially when you're – you know, a teen or a young adult mm-hmm. getting into, like, the adult costumes, what you kind of look like. Um, I, can, I, I know I can speak for experience. I went in and tried one on <laughs> when I was younger. I personally am pretty petite, so I don't fit in adult costumes even still, really. Um, but I remember I tried on one that was, like, small. And besides the fact that it was a little too big on me, it showed so much. There was like cutouts on the sides, and it was like it was half angel, half devil. So there was like a little head thing with like a horn and half of a halo, and then there was wings. But then it was a very short strapless dress with like cutouts on the back, like bearing skin, super short. Oh my gosh! Even for me as like a little person, so these these costumes are really questionable yeah very questionable they have the same amount of fabric for every costume for every age <laughs> <laughs> and it costs more the older you get with the and less it's the fabric. same costume <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that's the pretty length true. the same yeah so especially you know depending on your age bracket well you know 
fifth, sixth grade, seventh, eighth grade, I think even still in high school, you should still be kind of considering how appropriate this is, the functionality mm-hmm. of your costume for what you're doing. Are you going trick-or-treating? Are you going to like a chaperoned Halloween party? Are you going to a not-so-chaperoned Halloween mm-hmm. party? Yeah, and I don't know, like, I think we were talking about earlier, too, easy ways to modify some of these. I think Yvonne yeah. was saying there was a girl at a function you were at. She yeah. was younger. She's in my one of the girls in my preschool, or not my preschool class, my aftercare class, and it looked like a costume that, you know, she probably got at Party City or something. It was really cute. It was a purple, like, witch outfit, but you could tell that it was it was probably shorter, um, but when she, when I saw her wearing it, she had, like, black leggings on and these really cute pair of, like, just boots that were probably hers. She probably already owned them, but it looked really cute with the outfit. She looked like a cute little spunky pirate, and mm-hmm. it's a perfect for her age. She's only in first grade, so she shouldn't be wearing the short one because one it's cold outside and two it's not appropriate for people to be looking at a child that way yeah it's a little too overtly sexual but it was a cute she made it really cute yeah we were talking about um like friends of all of my friends decide it's a great idea even when we go trick-or-treating geniuses here they all decide it's a great idea to wear like six inch high heels oh and they're stumbling down the street and I was saying, even we went to a party last year, like a Halloween party. Um, I don't even think it was on Halloween. It was like beforehand. Just a couple of my friends got together because we were all excited about our costumes. All of us girls like always make our own. Um, but they still wore like high heels and stuff. And they were like stumbling around in my friend's backyard because he has a lot of gravel. <laughs> so I, I was an Indian and I didn't wear brown high heels like... I could have. I wore moccasins like yeah. a, an Indian. <laughs> like an actual Indian Like would wear. an Indian would wear, not... Like, belt, like the princesses uh, wouldn't be wearing six-inch pumps. They'd be wearing like <laughs> one-inch pumps. Or maybe even ballerina flats. flats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what makes young girls, anyway, think that this holiday is, is an excuse to dress in some way that you wouldn't dress normally. Like that's another way to check yourself. Would you would you dress this way on any given day, or is this just kind of an excuse to like lose your mind for there's, one day? There's like a saying that goes around like on social media, and especially in high school, you'll probably encounter it if you haven't yet. Um, but it is, and like I said, this is a saying. This is not my choice of words, but um, basically, people say that. Halloween is the one day a year when all girls get to dress like sluts and no one can say anything about it. So, like, girls can't make fun of each other for it because they're all dressed that way and, like, things like that. I'm going to make fun of you for it. Yeah. You still get talked about by the ones that are actually dressed. Yeah, it's... Appropriately. uh, The way... When we were planning, we were talking exactly what Tamara just said. If I really wanted to dress... I can dress however I want any day of the year. I really can. It's my my life. My clothes. I dress myself. Yeah. And especially when you get older, you know, that's... That's the way you portray yourself. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But the point is, you don't need an excuse to dress like that. Sexually. Yeah. If, I mean. (laughs) Hey, it's my parents' Christmas party. I'm going to wear six-inch stilettos and a half top. Yeah. Right? And a Santa skirt. Hey. I I just don't understand why. Like in Mean Girls. See how much coal you get for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> in your stocking no i i just feel like the same way like my family has a halloween party all every year my aunt does so i'm not gonna go to my aunt's halloween party dressed quote-unquote slutty the same way i'm not gonna go to her christmas party dressed like exactly. that exactly like i yeah. just feel like it's if you're using halloween as an excuse to dress in skimpy outfits and run around in high heels and lingerie then you kind of need to reevaluate. Check yourself. Yeah. Check yourself. Before What's you the wreck purpose? <laughs> exactly. But you I, wreck your image. You do. Yeah. Like, what's the purpose? I guess. And I, I want to take like a softer tone and really kind of get in your mind a little bit and understand. You know, what is provoking you to want that kind of attention? There's. We were talking about. There's like shock value. You know, when you come in, you want to have like Ta-da. that awesome costume and like you know whether it's. It's hilarious, like you're a loofah, or it's like, wow, she's a cop in like a tight leather thing. That's really not that good. The authenticity is what's cool. Like, I'm going to be Sandy from Greece this year, and I put on the costume of her, and I look just like her. Like, I, granted, I have red hair, but I had like a blonde wig, and you can't even tell that it's not her. Like, I could be on stage right now. I could be a double. Sandy. I could. I could be her stunt double. But. 
like the authenticity, but I'm not wearing like the new Sandys that are like short skirts and it's like no she wore and like, like a the tied up shirt the, yeah. She, yeah the jeggings and she the... wore like the whole jumpsuit with the leather jacket like that's exactly what I'm wearing I'm wearing the authentic not like the slutty one sorry we keep using this word but like I, we I honestly can't think of a different word to, yeah I'm just so over it's like we know you want to like walk in and like have a great costume like everyone mm-hmm. wants that I mean like on Mean Girls, we were talking about yeah. that again. You don't want to be the one that's like legitimately gonna scare people. <laughs> Why not? Your, that's kind of cool. You're like scary bride of like Frankenstein makeup. Flipping off like yeah. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that would but, be funny if you did wear a camera. I mean, some people do want to scare people, and that's all fine and dandy. But like, we understand, and I understand. Like, we all do it. We oh my all gosh. Have like the awesome costume, but you, you definitely want to think about. So there's the shock value, but then what? Like, what about the rest of the night? What? Yeah. Are, what? When, when people you're... try to make advancements on you because of yeah. what you're wearing, like, and that's kind of scary. I mean, yeah, especially if you're getting older and you're going to Halloween parties, like we said, ones that are may- maybe less chaperoned or not chaperoned, um, <laughs> right? Where there's drinking involved and you're in a you know sexy nurse costume. I mean, like. And I guess, to be fair, there is a delineation in age. Like, as you're getting into college, you're becoming a young woman. And, you know, what is your motivation for dressing that way? Are you going out to find a hookup? Some people that's are. What you're, that's in college. That Actually, that might yeah, be that what happens. you're doing. But if you're dressing as a sexy nurse in junior high. Yeah, not a good idea. What, no. What's your motivation in doing that? I uh, think, you, they, at like, any time... Maybe maybe less in college, but, like, definitely high school, middle school. You want to be looked at as pretty, you know? Like, that's a good, yeah. I want to have a pretty costume. Or I want to be cute. Like, I want to be, fun. I look super cute. Yeah. Intelligent, yeah. smart. I like, Yeah, thought. and, like, okay, here's one. You want to look, like, super smart and pretty. Mm-hmm. So don't be the sexy librarian with, you know. Crop top, short skirt. Yeah, and, like, a whip in your hand. Librarians <laughs> don't dress that way. No, yeah, trust me. Then, then do it the classy way and actually be a sexy librarian yeah. because less is more, you know? Yeah, less Or be is a book. More. Make some weird costume. The creativity like is... I like a book. Okay, so I'm going to give you my idea. If you're like, ah, oh, damn, I, my costume that's hanging in the closet is, like, not the right one. So I'm going to give you a backup costume. Cover yourself in bumper stickers... Okay, all different ones, doesn't matter what they are, and you can go as an opinion. <laughs> Especially with the politics right now. Well, if you do the yeah. political one, you could do one side with one political view and one side down the other, and you could say, I'm a differing opinion. I never That's knew hilarious. that there was multiple people running besides, like, the two that have been media. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. I got my ballot the other day, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, that's probably another conversation we should have. <laughs> Maybe a little late, but <laughs> anyways, now let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team.
Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids Network. We're finally You're listening to Paper Hope Street Team. Today we're talking about uh, Halloween in the spirit of the season. Um, basically just the do's and don'ts. We've kind of talked about um, what we're going as, what you should and shouldn't go as, maybe, perhaps. <laughs> Sorry to get a little preachy on that. Considerations. I know. Yeah. We look out for you. Yeah. Just worried about you guys. I know. Remember, appropriateness, functionality, make people laugh. I promise you'll have the most memorable costume. Go as yeah. a sock. Go as like a so- giant sock. That's or funny. <laughs> I saw one, this guy dressed up, like he just took a box. Like he just got a box in like Walmart or something, put a box in it, and he put like a name tag that says, Hi, my name is Jack. <laughs> Jack is the box. That's oh, awesome. That's, so well, that's cute and that's super cheap. Like it's like witty. 50 cents for a box. Like I'm so dead. Exactly. With that. And see, everyone remembers the funny. So everyone remembers Jack in the box. Nobody remembers the, the sexy, sexy kitty. Sexy kitty. <laughs> yeah. I just keep reverting to that one because it's just yeah. cat. I know. So. We were kind of, before we before the break, we were talking about, um, you know, when you're considering the environment you're going into and considering your costume, whether it's appropriate yeah. or not, whether it's going to be functional or not for whatever you're doing. If it so happens that you're in high school or, you know, around that age, a little older probably, hopefully, and you're going to a party um, that has a lack of chaperones and bobbing for apples um some party behaviors we just want to remind you because we realize that the goal on halloween changes from trick-or-treating once you get older um and maybe parents uh whether you're aware or not you should always first of all um make sure you know where your kids are and kids vice versa always update your parents if you're changing neighborhoods when you're trick-or-treating my mom always had me text her about it if you're going to a party afterwards yeah let your parents know always have um someone someone knowing where you are first of all and always have uh them as your backup plan i must say yes please do i'm gonna tell you as mom in the room you'll get to do a lot more if you are more forthcoming in your plans yeah if you lock down and clam up mom's gonna be like you know what no be home at 10 yeah. Um, as always, if you're at a party where beverages are being served, cover your cup. Watch your drink. Yeah, Don't definitely watch your drink. And how have we talked about it in the past? You might want to bring your own something to Especially drink. Especially like yeah. Halloween parties because then they have like the, oh, this is a concoction drink. From and it might be spiked with anything. Yeah. It could be booze. It could be drugs. You don't yeah. know what. You could have those weird like eyeballs in there that literally have like... Instagram a picture of it and don't drink it. Yeah. (laughs) And then the other rule is don't leave your drink alone. What does Natalie say from Pretty Feisty? If that drink's left alone, it gets thrown. Yeah. 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 I think we butchered it a little, but that's the concept. (laughs) Oh, I did butcher it. Sorry, Um, but yeah. No, I think I think I felt like it said something like. No, I think that was pretty it's close. It's pretty close, right? Yeah. But if you we'll leave your drink, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you we leave, need you back, Natalie. I know, Natalie. If you leave your drink alone, then you need to throw it out. Yeah, yeah. get a new one. Get a new one. A f- closed one. Something. Bring your own. Yeah. Bring just- your own. <laughs> Makes everything easy. Yeah. And on the subject of drinking. Oh, so I- these are some oh, yeah, that was a- innovative ideas we have. Um, I went to a party. I will confess, I went to a party uh, last weekend. It was like a pre-Halloween party. Some people were in costumes. Some people were not because it was also a birthday party. (laughs) Um, So there was something interesting that they were doing at the door. This was a rather large Mm. party full of college students. But so they were taking an an entrance fee Mm -hmm. at the front door. And, you know, they mark an X on your hand with a permanent marker so they know that you paid. Um, And because I was the designated driver for my friends which I, like, always am, um, the guy actually wrote DD in red permanent marker on my hand, and he was like, if anyone sees you with a drink in your hand, you're in deep crap, Missy. <laughs> and I was like, no, don't worry. Like, I got you. But I actually thought it was a really, really good idea. So maybe if you're hosting a p- Halloween party or any party, that's something to consider because yeah. it always sucks to have to be, like, the one giving the keys to the person, like, are you sure you're okay? Yeah. Are you sure you didn't drink? And they're like, oh, Oh, I, swear. I think it's I th- important that if you're going to host a party, um, especially one that's going to have alcohol, you should automatically be able to let people stay if they're drinking right. too much. You should have that like 
pre-organized that people are going to stay at your house if they're drinking because you can just take their keys right when they get there and put them in like yeah. the closet where no one can reach them Have in your secret bedroom or something. Be the key master. Yeah. That yeah. way people aren't driving drunk or... That's yeah. dangerous. And let's just say that, you know, you're at a party and the person or people that you go with say, yeah, man, I got it. I got it covered. I'm not going to drink. And um, they then, do. Yeah. Then what? That's why it's always convenient to have mom on backup and let her know and say, hey, I'm going to a party, um, you know, and then something happens and you can say, mom, my ride home can't be my ride home anymore. And I'm sure your mom will be so happy mm-hmm. that yeah. you called her and she had to get out of bed with her hair curlers and her flippers. <laughs> I can totally like pick yeah. Her yeah. And she right picks you up at the party rather than you going home with that person or trying yep. to get another way home mm, because getting in a car accident. I mean yeah. that's kind of my point is and I and I want to put it in very clear terms. If the individuals with whom you travel to the party with become impaired whether it be by alcohol or some other substance don't get in the car with them. Don't. I want Find to be very way. clear. Find oh, another this, way home. Another tip we have is always to have like that, you know, that mentor in your life, maybe mm-hmm. you don't want to tell your parents, but you should always, yeah. always, always tell someone. So I've mentioned before, my cousin has mm-hmm. always offered that to me. She's a couple years older than me. Even when I was younger, she was like, if you ever need a ride, just call me, tell me. Yeah. This is like as soon as she got her license, she like made it clear to me yep. that if you're ever in a situation, like whether it's because I was at a party or whether it was because I felt uncomfortable, like on a date or something, she's yeah. like, always feel free to call me. So yeah. always have someone that you know you can trust to come and scoop you up. I've had one of those. I've had to use them once, too, as one of my brother's friends. Well, he's, like, a family friend, but we met him through my brother. He picked me up one time when I was at, like, I was, like, AMC or something, and I got stranded, and I didn't want to call my mom because I wasn't supposed to be at AMC. Yeah. And so I was, like, can you please give me a ride home? And he did, which is awesome. And then there's always a cab. I just like to throw it out there that when you're going out on Halloween, if you're going to a party, put extra 25 bucks in your pocket and keep it secret safe because if something happens, then you have cab fare home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, um, anything else on Halloween, guys? I don't know. So Get I, I guess Get the candy. Yeah, and send it to us. What's your goal? <laughs> what is your goal for Halloween? Mine is uh, to make people laugh at my Lupa costume and to somehow trick some child into going trick-or-treating with me. You have one right out <laughs> here. Lindsay. Taking Lindsay. Yeah, Lindsay. <laughs> we're going trick-or-treating. Lindsay, we're going as loofahs. Right? <laughs> For Halloween. <laughs> that would be so, so cute. cute. <laughs> she give me the soap. Oh, my gosh. Oh my. Look, look on Instagram and Twitter, guys. Keep we're, your eyes peeled. Keep your oh, eyes peeled. Oh, gosh, that would be so cute. <laughs> uh, I don't even think I'm doing anything wrong. Oh, my church has, like, a festival that we're doing, so that youth band's performing, so I'll be... Sandy while performing with a youth band. That'll be That's awesome. Cool. But then me and my friend, we're going to be selling caramel apples. Well, we're just going to like put that sticks in the apple and then bring a crock pot of caramel and like orange and black like sprinkles <gasps> and things so that Make people can decorate apple. their own caramel apples. That's so fun. And then that'll go towards our mission trip. Speaking Which, of your mission trip. Yeah. Oh, so, speak, so let's transition into daily we details. Yeah, we, we haven't done daily details in a long time. Okay. So me and my good friend Amanda Jorgensen. We decided sitting in class the other day that we were going to go on a missions trip. Um, she's been on a few before, and I've been on one a few years ago. And so, you know, we go on to Global Expeditions, which is this big missions trip organization that runs a lot of them. And they're going to Panama on December 28th. So we're like, yeah, let's go. But then the first deadline is next Friday. And so we had to get, like, half. You had to have that 50% to lock your spot. So we have to have half of that. So it's about, like, $900 by next Friday, and we just decided last Tuesday, and we're like, oh my gosh, but God is so awesome, that he's been providing many great people, like, giving me donations and stuff, which is really awesome, but we're going to Panama, um, and in Panama, we get to teach, like, Panamanian children, like, VBS, um, Vacation Bible Studies, and so we get to just play with them and spend, like, quality time with these children that a lot of times, like, in Panama, they're, they, they're not that neglected, but people focus more on the higher people in the churches, and and the higher people in the, like, the towns and stuff, instead of the children that need these, like, because they're going to be the town. They're going to be the older people eventually. So we get to go in there and kind of help them, like, feel loved and teached and mentor. just play games. Ment- you get to floor. go mentor, which yes. I'm so excited. I'm so, we get to sleep awesome. in hammocks. Like, oh, I'm so excited. But I'll make the money. But soon I'll give you guys a link when I get it. Once I get my ID and everything for the trip, they'll open an online account for people to donate if anyone out there wanted to donate. Um, it's tax deductible through the company, so you could get it on your taxes. 
But it's really awesome. And I'm so excited. And then this summer, I guess we're going to go to Uganda for two months. That so. is awesome. Yeah. I can't think of anyone better oh, to so be excited. going to do that. <laughs> I know we're running out of time, and I want to hear about your redo for your birthday really quick. Okay, so quickly, quickly. Um, last year, around my birthday, we talked about, we were talking about a show about expectations, especially when you go on dates. So there was a quick, um, we ha- I, I kind of had expectations from my <laughs> boyfriend, who I'm still dating, and my best friend at the time, and... Unfortunately, uh, I guess they were too high because they kind of fell short um, of my expectations. If you heard but the show, it was bad. It was, it was super, sad. yeah, I was very sad. <laughs> but it was super, super awesome this year because I got breakfast in the morning <laughs> as a surprise. I got a dozen roses and a card. And then I went to class and I had like a good day at, at school. And then he took me out to dinner afterwards. And then him and my best friend so totally came up clutch and threw me a surprise party, Whee! which was so much fun. And all my friends were there. And I totally didn't even catch on at all. In the <laughs> you slightest. were really surprised. So I was actually legitimately surprised. Those are the best. Which is very hard to do. For you. Yeah, because I'm the master person. planner. Yeah, seriously. And I got an amazing watch, which you can see on Instagram. It's so pretty. I am in love with it so much. It's very, very pretty. So thank you, Kayla and Kayla, yeah, for my awesome birthday. He definitely learned his lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Made up for last JK. year. Every two years, you get like a blowout, but then the year after, you don't get it. <laughs> It's going to be Yay, your it was awesome. I'm very excited. All righty, guys. I want you all to have a safe and happy Halloween. Get as much candy as you can. Oh, we yeah. love you, and we'll be here next week. We are produced by Kidstar. I'm Yvonne Allen. This is the Paper Hope Street team on Voice America Kids. Bye. Bye. Remember my Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We continue to cry for help, and all you can do is laugh? Love it. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Hey, thanks for listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bye for now.